site. Please stand by channel one. Communication switching to channel one. All right, here it comes. Be ready. Switch controls to manual override. Okay, welcome to episode 23 of the Mikey Podcast. In this episode, I was going to I was gonna get like into the spooky spirit, whatever's gonna be all about Halloween. And I had actually started working on doing uh something about the most haunted places in and around Sacramento, in and around the sack, which sounds weird, but it makes me laugh. Anyway, uh, but I, I stopped because it was kind of a busy week just for me in general with work and a lot of other things going on, and then we had aftershock this past weekend and I, and I have my daughter, I have other things happening in my life as well. So it was really kind of hard to sit down and actually get enough research done so I could present to you the haunted places in Sacramento properly, at least the way that I would want to present it to you. So what I'm going to do here is there's a couple things going on in the news that I want to talk about really quick uh, and give you my aftershock review. Not so much, uh, well, kind of a review in what I hope for, for next year. Uh, with Aftershock. Um, Aftershock, for those of you that don't know, is, is a huge, gigantic festival that comes to Sacramento every single year. It was canceled last year, along with every other festival in the world because of the pandemic. But it's it started off as like a two-day thing, uh, and then it moved to three days, and now it's four days. It'll be four days again next year. But it's a metal festival, a rock and roll festival. There's a little bit of rap that gets thrown in there, kind of some underground stuff, but it's it's super legit. People from all over the world come. It's awesome. So I'm going to give you my review on that, but also just a, a few other things too. So I wanted to start off with some things that were happening locally and actually nationally kind of in the news. So a week from today, there's going to be uh, a protest in downtown Sacramento. It's going to be really, it's the capital of California. Uh, it's hard for people to get this information out there, but I feel like I want to put it out there because there's a lot of people who are anti the uh, the vaccine mandate, the COVID vaccine mandate for kids. Uh, I'm I, I'm not going to say what, how I feel either way, but I'm pretty sure you know where I stand on that. Um, but but I feel like people should know that there are other people who support your uh, choice to be a parent, to your choice to not have to co-parent with with the government or uh, your your kid's school. So. Uh, next Monday, here's the deal. There's a couple things happening. There is a is a national school walkout. So Monday, October 18th, the, you're supposed to keep your kids home from school. This, it's not it, more than likely. What we want is for it to not be an excused absence, uh, because if it's an unexcused absence, the school doesn't get the money for the day, which I don't know what that money amount is. But this is what it breaks down. You know, this is kind of what I'm, the gist of this thing. They don't get the money for that day for your kid. Because schools get money, you know, as long as your kid is present in there in the school, they get money, which is really why they're so concerned about your kid being in school on top of the truancy stuff. And of course, it's nice to to have somebody kind of looking out for kids and families in, in that sense. But it's also the government, you know, helping you parent. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that either way. So you're supposed to keep your kid home. And you're. And when they ask why you're calling your kid out of school, you're not supposed to say because they're sick, or you could say it's a personal reason if you want to, but really you should say that it's because you oppose, uh, you say you're not okay with the vaccine mandates. You oppose vaccine mandates. You could even say vaccine and mask mandates. So you're keeping your kid home today. And like I said, they probably won't give you the excused absence, which is fine. Um, most, I mean, how many unexcused absences do you have for your children? Because the only people that would need to worry about something like that, because I saw people online like, what if they turn me into the truancy officer for one unexcused absence? That's not going to happen. You do not even have to worry about that. Besides that, these are your kids. You're the parent. 
you can make that choice. You do not co-parent with the government. You do not co-parent with your kid's school. So if you want to keep your kid home for whatever the fuck reason you want to, that's on you. You want to keep your kid home from school and take him to Six Flags. You go fucking right ahead and do that. Is that an excused absence? I have no idea. But you can do what you want because that's your kid. And if you want to keep them home out of the, 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 the school system for a day, go right ahead. Now, if you're in the Sacramento area, th- there's actually a few of these that are going on. I know there's one, I believe, in Auburn. Uh, anyway, just around the NorCal area, if you are listening out of out of California and you're listening, you have to go and search for this information in your state, in your in your city. I know that there's going to be something happening in, in cities all over the country. Uh, but in our, in my general area, and for those of you that listen, because you know that of my show, the radio show, that damn show and other things, this is some stuff for you that you may want to know. There's If you keep your kid home, take you and your kid, go to the the protest or the 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 demonstration, I guess, in downtown Sacramento. It's at the state capitol. Um, I, I, I can't write. I want to say for at 10 a.m., is when it starts. Let me see if I can find this on Facebook. See, it's so weird because they they block all this information, so you can't find this information anywhere because uh, you know they don't want people they don't want people going to these things. They don't want the word to get out. They don't want to they don't want to spread the information. Facebook is is and it sucks because Facebook and Instagram and all these places are like the only way to find this information. Damn it, where is this? Okay, I found it. It's the Our Children, Our Choice protest. It's happening. Uh, 10th Street, Sacramento says right at the Capitol. And the time is, what the hell? It doesn't say the time. It just says 10 a.m. You keep your kid home from school that day at 10 a.m. I don't know why I'm so stupid. It's right there in front of my face. 10 a.m. To, to noon. It'll probably go on longer from 10 a.m. to noon in the Sac- in, in downtown Sacramento, the California State Capitol. You, if you can, if, you, if, you, if you're a stay-at-home parent or you're off that day or you can get the day off, keep your kids home from school, you stay home and y'all go down there and do what you can make your voice heard because th- th- that's where th- I know a lot of people feel alone. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't don't have anybody else and they feel like they're the only ones in this fight, except for maybe some of these influencers and these random people that you don't even know in real life on Instagram or on Facebook. This is a great way to go network and meet other people who are in the same situation as you, who have the same beliefs as you, and you can make some connections. You know, I don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, a lot of people are going to want to pull their kids out of school. Uh, I, I really don't know what, what some people are going to think. And, and maybe it's not even that bad. Maybe you don't care as much. But but for some people, they do. And they need to find their, I hate to use this word because it's just, it's so weird, but it makes sense. They need to find their tribe. And this is a weird word to say, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I understand why it's used, but people need to find their group. They're uh, the others, uh, people who are like them. The they're there, and you, don't, so you may not know where they are because they're hard to connect with on social media because social media blocks and censors that stuff. Uh, but they're there, and you can find them on the 18th, which is a week from today. Which is today is today's the the eleventh, so October 18th, downtown Sacramento. Uh, and if, if you're listening to this in the future. It would have been 2020. Whatever you get what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, go there. Keep your kid home from school. If you, at the very least, have your let your kid have the day off. Bring your kid home. I mean, if if you think kids should have to be mandated to get this particular vaccine, then different story. In in that's fine. That's cool. That's what you believe. I you know, I support your beliefs. I don't have a problem with that. But some people don't feel that way. Um, but I know a lot of people want to argue, well, kids get, kids have been getting vaccinated all this time. I know, I get it. That's a terrible argument to have, by the way, but sure, wh- whatever. This, those are vaccines that have been tested and, and used on, on children and adults for, for years and years and years and years and years and years. This is not. And as of right now, in California, the bill that is written that mandates vaccines in order for your kid to go to school 
without the without having any sort of medical exemption. Because back in the day, I, I've said this in multiple podcasts, but those of you that know, back in the, be, before 2015, you could get a um, religious belief exemption or personal belief exemption from some vaccines. And now in California, you can't. So, uh, and that happened because of Bill SB 277. But within this Bill SB 277, it allows for any vaccine that comes to the market or gets put on the uh, the list of vaccines that children have to have after 2015, you can get a personal beliefs ex- exemption. But as of right now, our current our current governor and uh, legislators, uh, Senator Pan, these people are working on a way to remove that from the bill, so you will lose your personal belief exemption. Yeah, I would recommend get, if if you are someone who doesn't want to get your kid this vaccine, now's the time to get that personal belief exemption. If you go to podcast uh, episode twenty two in in the description, there is information, all the information you will need to explain what I was just talking about, and a way for you to get your personal belief exemption. So that's kind of what's going on right now. So you, next Monday. Keep your kid home from school or kids home from school. And if you can, go down to the state capitol at 10 a.m. with your signs and make some noise. We're not, we're not, this is a peaceful protest. and No one's trying to get, there's not trying to be a riot or anything crazy like that. That's stupid. They're going down there to just show solidarity, solidarity with your, your other people who are in the same situation as you. And to just show that, you know, you don't approve of this stuff. This is, make your voice heard. That's the least you could do. Because maybe, maybe it is crazy. Maybe they shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you'll see that a lot of other people feel this way. I guess you just got to go down there and find out. Another thing I wanted to talk about that's going on in the news. What the hell's going on with Southwest Airlines? Okay, so so Southwest Airlines canceled a shitload of flights over the weekend. I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen this and it's been all over the news. I'm sure you've read about this. There was other airlines supposedly that were, that were having some issues too. So the spin in the news right now is that these flights are have been canceled and continue to be canceled today uh, due to weather and uh, some other uh, the, 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 some other FAA stuff that was going on on Friday. So here's the deal: that they basically looked for a reason to blame, but there was no weather issues. Maybe today there might be, uh, but over the weekend there was no weather issues because people were people in the area that were being stranded in the airports, and you could find videos all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram are going to be a better spot for that type of stuff, but they're there. There was people at these airports screenshotting the weather and put, posting and saying, there's no weather going. There's no, what are you talking about? There's nothing happening. So these planes, they got can- these flights got canceled and people were stranded all over the country all weekend. And like I said, continuing into today. And as the news would try to tell you is that it was because, like I said, the weather. The truth is, and what's coming, what, what we're starting to find out is that there's pilots who are just not going to work because of these vaccine mandates they're they're protesting they're 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 not striking because the union has come out to say that they can tell you without a doubt that is no strike but the the union that works with the southwest pilot southwest airline pilots they went into to have some negotiations on friday with southwest airlines about the vaccine and how there was there was a lot of pilots who were very concerned about being forced to take this vaccine who didn't want to take the vaccine and for whatever reason it might be for health concerns or just because they don't feel like their job or the government should force them to take any type of drug because that's completely fucking insane but regardless of whatever their reason is it's their reason it's the, it should be their choice because this is america and we should we have the freedom to fucking choose what we put in and out of our but come on that's like one of the basic freedoms we have. They're trying to take that away from these pilots and all of us. So the pilots now without, without the backing of the union have decided to just take the day off, take a day off or take some time off because they, what I'm reading is that they have, uh, 
you know, they all have vacation and stuff that they can take and they're probably going to lose their jobs anyway. So they're all taking it right now. I was like, I'm not coming out. I'm taking a vacation day or I'm taking a sick day or whatever it is because they have those days and they can burn them because they're being threatened to lose their job. So they're without striking, they're striking. This is a, this is, I don't know if I want to call it a silent protest, but this is a protest and and it's hurting the airline industry. And just so you know, as, as I've been, as I've woken up this morning, this is happening more and more. This is happening with Amtrak. There was trains and Amtrak trains that were shut down because what they call, they were canceled due to unforeseen crew issues, multiple trains. This there's two of these are the, on the East Coast. So this is kind of a really big deal because a lot of people get from Philadelphia to New York to Boston in that East Coast corridor of trains. That is that is a huge transportation hub for America. And when those when those trains go down, shit gets fucked up because people can't go to work and money stops flowing and things are bad. So multiple trains on Amtrak were being shut down. Um there was something else I saw. Oh, the ferries in Seattle. Where did I find that story at? This kind of—I thought this was kind of surprising too. Multiple ferries in Seattle were shutting. A crew shortage brings unprecedented service cuts to Washington State ferries. Crew shortages bring because these people are being mandated to get the vaccines and they're not showing up for work or they're being fired. I. This is what it's looking like. And these people are, I mean, I can't say for sure because the news is spinning it every different way. You're never going to find the actual truth by watching NBC, CBS. You know, you're not going to, Fox News, you're not going to get that stuff. And it's going to be really hard to find it on social media. You're going to have to use different websites, DuckDuckGo, different search engines like that. Uh, and different, and good luck trying to find the information. I mean, it really is. They they have complete control in of what you see and hear. And they don't want you to know and see that pilots and, and uh, crew workers for Amtrak and the ferries that get people to and from work in some of the biggest cities in America are not going to work to shut down things because they don't want to get vaccinated. They don't want you to know that 70,000 nurses, 70,000 healthcare workers just quit their jobs because of vaccine mandates. What they'll tell you is that, the, that, that they've seen a 99% increase in vaccine mandates. Yeah, you want to know why? Because you threaten people with their livelihood to get vaccine, to get vaccinated. You threaten people with that. Their lives. People sitting up all night, sweating, crying, wondering what the fuck they're going to do. How are they going to provide for their children in their life? Because you're going to take everything away from them because you want to inject them with your drug that you say is okay. That you also censor all the, the, the negative reactions that people are having from it. And those are out there. There's so many. People want to talk shit about the Vera's website, which is which is the only website in America that you can actually that you that you actually have to report negative effects from the vaccine from any vaccine. Like the doctors are are mandated by the federal government to report that, but then people will go, oh, man, that website's a joke. Anybody can report it. Yes, anybody can, but so doctors have to. So you have to weed through the shit and see what find the commonalities and find the 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 things that are happening to people the same things that are happening to people after they get vaccinated whether it's heart heart uh, murmurs or whatever the fuck I mean fainting blood clots all kinds of shit that's going on but anyway I, I just ran ran it on and on about that I don't even know where I was going with that my point was that that it's happening all over the country and I I, I believe this is going to happen even more. But it's going to be hard to find that information, and as it does, as that information comes out, and as those stories happen, and if I find them, I'll po- I'll post it. But I mean, I only have I have access to the same websites you do, but I just spend a little bit more time looking for that stuff, I guess, because it's kind of part of my job anyway. Uh, you know, the radio stuff. It just I look for different news, and then I come across all these articles. I'm like, oh my god, that's happening right now. How come you're not hearing about this? Because they don't want you to hear about this. 
So that's what's happening. Oh, California will soon ban the sale of new gas-powered leaf blowers and lawnmowers. Because to, in, a, it, it, uh, to, in a move to curb emissions from the small engines category, do you really think that that's going to make a difference? That, do you, in the climate control, cli- in climate change, do, by not selling gas-powered leaf blowers and lawnmowers? you think it's going to make a fucking difference? Wow. Holy shit, man. That's wild. Whew. Okay, whatever. California, man, you don't make some dumbass rules, but it is what it is. Y'all people voted for a gas in, gas tax increase every year. What the fuck? You did that. You did that. You did that, California. You did that. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Morons. You don't read anything. It's frustrating living here, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard sometimes. If I could move, I would. I like my job. I like what I do. Speaking of what I do, I because of my job, I get to go to places like Aftershock Festival. Dude, you know, before the pandemic, Aftershock was, for me, the the highlight show of the year. I would go to concerts all year, but could not wait till Aftershock, regardless of the lineup, because it was more than that just for me and, and, and for a lot of people. But I can only give my personal experience. It was more than that. It was it was a coming together of, of of people that I would only see once a year, and I would see them at aftershock. It was radio people from all over the country, and and people from from different elements of the, of the industry, music industry people, record label people, all kinds of shit. You know, people I would only see at aftershock, and not to mention all the all the people that live in my area or around this area that listen to this show, listen to to that damn show, the radio show I'm on in Sacramento, the the fans of that show, the Dammits. Like, what a great time, you know? And we would have this awesome, huge VIP area inside Aftershock. We would, it would, we called it the epicenter. And inside Aftershock, we had the epicenter. And we would, we would set up a booth and we'd have a stage and, and we'd have games for people to play, you know, as a place to come and chill and hang out because these festivals are day long, days long, you know, and people want a place to hang out. And so we would be in our own little area hanging out. Everybody would come in and chill with us and we'd have a couple of beers, smoke a little weed, whatever, take some pictures, have a really good time. And on top of that, bands would come. And hang out with us and we'd talk to them. And we'd interview whoever it might be. David Draymond from Disturbed. Uh, uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. The guys from Sum 41. The dudes from Chevelle. Hell, we even interviewed the promoter, Danny uh, uh, Danny Wimmer. Or Danny Hayes, actually. Uh, one of the promoters. He's part of, the, he's part of Danny Wimmer Presents. Uh, we've interviewed him. We, it, it was just such a, such a great experience. And this would happen every year. And, and like I said at the beginning of the podcast, Aftershock started off with, you know, I think it was just one or two days. And then it's grown to this four-day thing, this beast of a thing where all these rock acts from all over the world come in into Sacramento, California, the capital of one of the, of the, one of the greatest, what is supposed to be one of the greatest states in America. And we'd rock the fuck out for four goddamn days. Good times with good people drinking beers eating amazing food from the food trucks. Just a hell of an experience. Something I looked forward to all year. And as the time would build up, I'd get anxious. I'd get not anxiety, just this excitement would build. And I'm in a part, I'm on part of all these, these Facebook groups and these Aftershock Facebook groups and everyone's speculating things that are how things are going to be. What's going to happen here? Who's going to do this? I can't wait to meet up. People are plotting to meet up at the Aftershock sign for pictures it's just is so awesome to be a part of this huge community. And it still really is. I'm not saying it's not, but before the pandemic is how it was for me. It was just this 
community of awesome people having a great time partying and listening to damn good music. And then the pandemic came and we didn't have Aftershock for a year, you know, but it was supposed to be awesome because they had already announced who was going to be there. It was going to Metallica two nights. Fine. Great. I'm not a huge Metallica fan, but I get it because people love Metallica's biggest fucking metal band in the world. Well, one of them, Metallica Friday night and closing it out Sunday night. And then they get weird. Guess who headlines Saturday? My Chemical Romance. Dude, are you kidding me? I love My Chemical Romance. Like, I love, that's one thing I love about Aftershock is how they mix things up. You know, they bring it, they get a little bit of rock, a little bit of rap, a little bit of metal, a little bit of some weird shit you never heard before, a little bit of emo stuff. Just just really cool, you know? It's a good mixture. They've had Blink-182. They've had System of a Down. They've had Disturbed. They've had Stone Sour. They've had Slipknot. They've had everybody, you know what I mean? So I was so excited. Everybody was excited. And then boom, it got canceled. Bah, fuck, we get it though. Pandemic shut everything down. Fine, cool. Well, understood. You'll, you'll use, we could save our tickets and use them the next year. Fuck yeah. But as the year went on, and as we started to get closer and closer to Aftershock, things started to change. And this is this no fault of the people of Aftershock because they did everything they could to, to make this event fucking amazing. And I will give them props a little bit later, but they killed it. I will say that right now. You guys are amazing. Danny Wimmer presents. They always put on a hell of a show. So anything that's happened up to that point, it's not their, this, this is not their fault. Bands started to drop out. You know, you started to see small little band here drop off, small little band here drop off. Some of the bands I wanted to see, you know, this just all of a sudden they're gone. And without any sort of announcement from from the from Danny from the Aftershock people, but whatever, they don't need to make a big fanfare about it. That kind of sucks for them, you know. They don't obviously that's a that's a huge deal, but then then it hit, then it hit hard. Well, first of all, I got to tell you they brought in the fourth day last year to 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 appease that they're like look we get it things sucked we're closed out but next year we're adding a fourth fucking day and it's gonna be fucking awesome and guess who's gonna fucking headline that limp fucking biscuit limp biscuit i was stoked i'm like limp biscuit's back i mean i'm a dude i'm a white guy in my 40s like of course limp biscuit if i hear about them like hell yeah i'm gonna go see that so I was stoked. And so I got, I got My Chemical Romance. I got Limp Bizkit. Sure, Metallica. Mudvayne, which didn't come in until later. But either way, I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. It, Offspring, uh, Rise Against, the, the Volbeat. So many amazing bands. So anyway, we get to, as we start to get closer and bands start falling off. The first one to hurt me the most was My Chemical Romance. When it was said that My Chemical Romance was had to drop out, uh, it was because, you know, they said, I got to assume COVID, you know, that was for sa the safety of everybody. They just didn't feel like they could put on a good show. I'm not 100% sure what it was, but they dropped out. It sucked. I was bombed right at the moment. Like, man, I don't even want to, like, what the fuck, dude? That sucks. Now what? I just thought one major headliner that I wanted to see because I've already seen Metallica a thousand times. I don't need to see them again. But I still had Limp Bizkit. So I'm like, yes, that's okay. I'll go Thursday because Limp Bizkit, yeah, that's all right. It'll, that's fine. I wanted to go. I want to see Limp Bizkit. Then guess what? Limp Bizkit drops out. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Really? Limp Bizkit's not going to be there? Well, what the fuck am I going to do now? But throughout all that, you found out the Misfits were going to replace uh, the original lineup of the Misfits. We're going to replace My Chemical Romance. And then Cypress Hill replaced Limp Bizkit, which great, great replacements. I didn't stay for the Misfits. Not a huge Misfits fan. Not really. You know, it's no, but, but the guys did, you know, I hear it was an amazing show. They did an awesome job and the Aftershock people had to come up with something and that was what a great idea, right? 
uh, and then to have Cypress Hill do Thursday. From what I hear, Cypress Hill owned it. They killed it. Cypress Hill, I've seen them a few times, always put on an amazing show, so that's cool. But there was just like, the the man, this had, it's just me. And here's why I'm going to be a little negative. Now, this is, again, has nothing to do with the Aftershock people as far as I know. But remember just a little bit ago, I was talking about how huge we had, we had this thing going on in VIP, this awesome, amazing epicenter where everything was great and people would come together and we would take pictures and we would listen to music and we would drink and we would smoke and we'd have a great time for the entire weekend. Well, that got taken away from us. Now, I don't know if that got taken away from us because of the Aftershock people or because of my company. And the company that I work for is fine. It's a fine company. It's a radio company, but there's, you know, companies all over the world are struggling. So I understand that some, some things needed to happen over the past year. And one of the things that ended up happening was the cut, the slashing, the murdering of promotions in marketing departments all over the country. This is what, this is a problem when, when radio, when one company owns a bunch of radio stations and they have to, they have to make sacrifices and they start to cut and they usually cut in those areas and they cut in the promotions department and the event staff. And what does that mean? Then you don't have employees to, to have events, to put events on, to build stages and to set up signage and, and to be there to promote things and to hand out things and to take pictures and to hang with people. You don't have those people anymore. So when you don't have those people anymore, you can't do these really awesome things for the people that support the fuck out of you, for the people that listen to your radio station, for the people that come to your events, for the people that, that talk about you, the people that share your shit on social media, the people that listen in to, to win the prizes that you're giving away. You have no way to show them that you appreciate them. Because you don't have the fucking staff for it. So I'm not sure if it was because the Aftershock people were like, we don't want you anymore. We don't need you here, which I don't believe that's the case. I really don't. I think it's because we didn't have the people to put on what we put on. So I'm here to answer this question for all the people that asked me all weekend and, and, and messaged me on, Inst- on Instagram and, and Facebook and all these things. We weren't there because we didn't have the people to be there. We, I went to the show. I was there Saturday. I could have went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but I have a life too. And if I didn't, if we didn't have an area set up, there was no way I was going to go by myself because the people I work with on, on my radio show aren't necessarily concert people. I mean, one of them's getting married in a week. She's got a shit load of things happening. The other guy, very much not a concert guy. He's admitted it. He's just not his thing, which is totally fine. Not a big deal. And the other dude just didn't really want to be there. He just wasn't feeling it. And I understand because it was a different type of vibe and, and not having our area that we've had every single year where this event went on, almost in a way kind of embarrassing. So I wouldn't want to be there and be stuck with, with the rest of the crew gone and me just there by myself wandering around, wandering around this gigantic venue, not really knowing anybody. I didn't want to do that. So that's why I didn't go all four days. Plus, I have my daughter, I have things happening. Just didn't really want to do that. Had we had our area, our super awesome epicenter, it'd have been great. So there's that reason why. And I'm not the only person who thinks this. I think that our company just didn't have the people to, to make this happen. And that sucks. It's unfortunate. It really, it's really sad because it, it shows, it adds to, and it doesn't show anything, but it's adding to an accumulation of things that continue to happen over and over and over again. Or maybe not the same things, but thing on top of thing on top of thing on top of thing. And these things aren't good. Because these things are affecting this industry, this, this business that I'm in, in radio. And it sucks. It really does. 
because I'd love to have been there all weekend and I'd love to have been hanging out with you guys all weekend in Epicenter because at, I know people go and they hang out there and they're there all the whole time by themselves. Fine. Sure. That's you. That's what you want to do, but that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted my same experience. You know, I wanted to be able to go have my area where I get, where I can go and hang out and put my stuff, you know, my bags, my, my hoodie and have things because like I said, we'd have our area and it was manned. You know, we had people that we worked with promotion staff, event staff that hung out there all day and they would, you know, they would, they would record the interviews that we do. They would hang out and play games with people and get people signed up to win stuff. It was awesome. But without that, I don't, I didn't want to go. They want to be there. Now, to add the the reason, part of the reason why I think you know it's not has nothing to do with the aftershock people is because look, the, first of all, the VIP area that we were in is huge. They expanded; it was so big. There's plenty of room for us to have been there, and it wouldn't have affected anybody. So, props to you guys for expanding the VIP aftershock. You guys killed it. It looked amazing. I love that. That was very cool. Uh, and but and they also too they gave us our four day passes. They gave us media passes, so we were able to hang out in the media area. And, and thank you again for everything you provided for us there. Uh, it's so amazing. Like you guys go above and beyond every single time. Danny Wimmer presents not only goes above and beyond for the artists that play their their events, they they go above and beyond for the talent and the the media that that are there to promote their events and do interviews and and do coverage of it. So I appreciate what you guys do and and please keep doing that. It's awesome. We love that about you. But I just want my company to step up a little bit more and let us get back to what we were doing. So that is why we didn't have what we usually have. We don't have the people. We don't have the manpower to make that happen. Now, my, I'm sure the people I work with will say, no, it's because the Aftershock people didn't, didn't want us there. You know, I feel like the Aftershock people say those things every single year. You know, I've all, I know I've, I've, I've been doing this for years. We've had, we have a whole lot of new people in the building right now and a whole lot of new people working on some of this stuff and they don't, and they, they may not know how, how this works, but the Aftershock people do like to kind of play some games a little bit and wait till last minute for things. But I guarantee they would have gave us our area if we really wanted it. If we would have fought for it, we would have got it. But I know we didn't have the people. So why fight for it? Right? Ah, fuck it. It's only 98 rocks biggest thing that they do. That's what's sad, man. We we've done so much stuff like 98 Rocks radio station. We there's so many huge things that we used to do. And I'm hoping that we can start doing again. Where's our bar that damn barbecue? I want to bring that back. That's part of the thing about that damn show is not only just being a, a funny, awesome radio show that I hope that people enjoy, which obviously we do. Our ratings are great, but the it's the events that we put on. It's the family events that we and it's weird because the show is that damn show, but we put on these events and we we that we invite people to come to the barbecues and, and, and uh, family days out at ice skating rinks, all kinds of stuff. And we haven't been able to do that. So hopefully we can start doing that again within the next year. But my goal for next year is to bring back epicenter. I want that back. I want to do what we used to do and I want to do it bigger and better next year. If we can, I think that'd be great. But overall aftershock, great experience. It was, it was, it seemed like everybody was having a great time. The bands that I saw were awesome. I saw The Offspring. I saw Mudvayne. How fucking great is that? Mudvayne was amazing. It's been so long since I've seen Mudvayne. It was a little bit of an experience, a little bit of an emotional experience for me because the last time I saw them was with my cousin who died uh, about five years ago. Uh, and so it's just, you know, just one of those things. Um, but man, all, as always, you know, you take care of them. the lines at the bathrooms were short. The lines of the food were short. The lines for the dr the drinks were short. Like they did a great job. And I don't know if it's, I don't know what the turnout of people was. It, 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 throughout the day, it felt like less people, but as the day filled up, 
it felt like way, way more people. And I guess that's kind of normal. But I, I mean, I do remember, you know, I'd get there. Was, there was hell of people there early. Well, you know, like I said, it's a different year. A lot of, you know, a lot of different, different things. So the first festival to have back in our area. So I'm not even mad about it. But man, you guys, you guys did a good job. You know, you you killed it. Just like always, always do an amazing job. I just hope that as as that my company can get their head out of their asses <laughs> and and realize how important it is for these things to happen. You know, it, it, this kind of sucks. You know. But hopefully things will be back to normal next year. I'm really looking forward to Aftershock next year. Not not on, not only just because hopefully we'll be able to have our thing back, but I'm going to go and I'm going to go the whole goddamn time regardless. If it, if if we don't have uh if we don't have our area, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get my passes. I'm going to go and I'm going to go every single day that I can go and I'm going to be there all damn day. Me and my girlfriend and we're just going to have a damn good time. I'm just going to hang out with everybody and do our thing and screw it. Maybe it's just got to be different. That's fine. Well, that's my aftershock review. I don't even know if I if I if it was good enough. I don't know. But I had the day that I was there, I had a good time. Even though the people I were I went with left, I still I met up with my son. I still had an experience and I have memories that I created. And so it was a good time and I know that it would have been just as good had I gone every single day. It only could have been better if we had our area in VIP. So please know, I'm going to try to make that happen again next year for everybody that asked, why aren't you guys, where's your area? We've been sitting here waiting. We're trying to find where the fuck you guys are. I don't know. I'm going to see what <laughs> this matters of, you know, if, if we could get people to come work for us. But I think there's other things that we can do if we can't do that either. Like maybe it's a, you know, we'll go out and about and, and, and we'll have upgrades. We used to do that too. Or if you wear that damn show shirt or a 98 Rock shirt, we can upgrade you and put you in the VIP. Or maybe it's one of those, you we give away tickets where you come and spend the day with us. I don't know. There's a lot of different things that we can do, but I think that we we have a year to think about it and we can make it a little better because I think we didn't really know what our what we were going to be allowed to do and what the company, what our company was going to allow us to do and what kind of people, what kind of staffing we were going to have up until the last minute. So we did the best we could, but I am looking forward to next year. So if you listen to this whole damn thing, I appreciate you. Thank you. I will get back to the, the, the news stuff and uh, some of the Halloween stuff I want to get done in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be back next Monday. Thanks for checking it out. See ya. The end of a perfect evening.